Hey y'all, hey! Welcome to the Butterfly Effect Podcast, where we explore the remarkable power and beauty of a growth mindset. Our goal is to illuminate the potential hidden within you. I am your host, your girl, Kim, and today we have another wonderful episode. Hey y'all, hey! Hope you had an amazing weekend. It is Monday. Um, So I just want to say I hope you guys had an amazing, relaxing weekend. I hope you guys were able to enjoy your time off, spend time however you chose to. For me, I went to this huge festival that we have here um, every year. It started on Friday and um, Sunday was the last day for it. But I didn't get an opportunity to go Sunday because it was raining, but that's okay because I did enjoy it while it was here. I also got a um, henna tattoo um, drawing on my hand, of course, of a butterfly. Um, And I just sat around and I enjoyed. Um, I don't think I've shared this with you guys, but I am a people watcher. I love watching people. I love just watching their body language i love looking at them and wondering what they're thinking when they're interacting with people or just sitting there in their own thoughts and their own mindset Um, my friend swears i should have been a psychologist but i took a different route and that's okay but i just love watching people and their interactions with themselves or just alone but anyway um I also just enjoyed being out around people you know i was there alone my husband had to work Um, night shift so he got off that morning and had to come home and get some sleep and my cousin was there also but he was um, actually managing the event making sure everything was running smoothly so um, he was one of the many many people doing that Um, so um, he would check in on me make sure I was cool and everything but other than that I just walked around and I enjoyed the different cultures and environment and just the nice cool breeze i hope wherever you guys are i hope you guys had some type of cool weather not too cold but some type of cool weather to cool us off from this heat that we've been experiencing lately so yeah that's what i did and if you had to work i'm sorry i'm so sorry you had to work this weekend but hopefully whatever days you have off you'll make up for it getting some um you'll be able to relax and just chill out do the things that you like to do Okay, so today's topic is the power of mindfulness cultivating present moment awareness, okay? So that's exactly what we'll be talking about today. Mindfulness is all about being fully present in the here and now and today. And today we're going to dive into the deep practices of cultivating present moment awareness. And we'll discuss what it means to be present, guys. It's so important to be present. Why it's essential and practical techniques to help you integrate this mindfulness practice into our daily lives. People, we don't understand how important it is to be present. And that's exactly what I was trying to say about me just being in that environment and just watching people. I was trying to be present. I will say that I had so many content ideas running through my mind as far as what I could be filming and how I could be interacting with people and all of these other things. But yet I chose to just center myself and be present in the moment and to allow myself to enjoy it instead of enjoying it, but still trying to record 
and then plan it back in would would be like well dang i wish i would have you know paid more attention to this portrait or because it was art out there i love art i can't draw <laughs> to save my life but i just loved looking at the artwork that people were doing the things that people had crafted all of those things were just so beautiful to me so to have been trying to record in that same time and then plan it back I know that I would have been thinking to myself, well, dang, I should have been more present. There's nothing wrong with creating content. It's nothing wrong with, you know, being an entrepreneur and doing what you need to do for your business. But it's very important to stay centered and present in the moments because some moments it's not about content. It's not about, you know, the next move for the business. It's about making sure that your mental health your emotional health, all of these things are taken care of because we have to be able to just sometimes just take the load off and be able to relax and enjoy moments because moments are things that we'll never get back. Even if we have pictures and even if we have memories of those things, we can't go back in time and enjoy that. Wish we could, but we can't, unfortunately. So yeah, what we'll be doing is just discussing what all of that means um, to be present, why it's essential, uh, practical techniques to help you integrate this mindfulness practice into our daily life. So to kick things off, let's start by understanding what we mean by present moment awareness. At its core, it's about being fully engaged with the here and now from distractions and from judgments, y'all. Now, I will say this, when it comes to being judged, we can't control how people look at us and and think things about us or say things about us we can't control that we can't control that narrative part of it um we may not even reflect the things that they say um but at the end of the day that's their opinion that's their projection um of the of us we can't change that but what we can control is how we judge how we look at things how we see things Um, You know, like I said, I'm a people watcher. So when people are having conversations or interacting with each other, you know, you would think someone from a different culture that talks with their hands and body language would be having an argument when really that's just their culture. That's how they interact and how they communicate with each other. So, you know, me being, you know, not if I didn't know much about different cultures, I would just look at them and assume, you know, well, dang, he putting it down on this lady like he going in when truly that's their culture. That's just how they communicate. So it's very important to understand that we can't control how people see us and the things they say about us, but we can control how we see other people, how we judge other people and how we even communicate with other people. Okay, so now let's talk about how um, we can get some incredible benefits of cultivating present moment awareness. The first thing I want to say mention is reduce it reduces stress and anxiety. Okay, I don't know about y'all, but stress and anxiety has been top tier on the list lately. For me, it's because I've been trying to organize my time and how long I want to spend doing certain things. So. Being present and and having being present in the moment of awareness, it just allows you to decrease that stress and that anxiety. Organizing your time, you'll know exactly what you should be doing and for how long and for what day. So that reduces stress. Another thing is enhanced focus and productivity. Again, creating that environment where it's organized so that you know I'm going to focus only on 
um, editing my videos today. I'm not gonna focus on researching for content, I'm just editing today. If we choose to prioritize our day and know that what we're going to do, it definitely helps us focus on that one thing. I don't know about you, but if you have a scatterbrain like me, you know, I know I'm supposed to be cleaning the bathroom, but because I took something to the washroom, now I'm washing. And then I remembered I left something in the kitchen and it's like a domino effect. So, you know, it just helps us when we focus on that one thing, it in increases our productivity because we can fully commit to that one task that we have on hand, um, you know, and get that done. So that's, again, focusing in productivity. Two things in one, hey, we got it going on. Like we seriously got ourselves together, focusing on those one that one little project that we're doing. Also, it improves relationships. How does it improve relationships? Because when, so I don't know about y'all, I'm gonna speak for myself, but I've had to understand that when I am around people and they're speaking to me, I should no longer be looking at my phone if I have my phone in my hand or I shouldn't be focused on TV or whatever my attention was on. I should turn and focus to them, especially if it was something that I spent hours doing already, like on social media or something. What I should do is turn and focus on that person to give them my undivided attention. Also to, you know, let them know that I, I truly hear them and I am truly engaging with them. Nothing wrong with multitasking. I'm not saying that you can't multitask, but sometimes you have to give people your undivided attention, especially if it's a sensitive topic. That's when you really want to hone in on that person and hone in on that conversation, you know, to give them the attention that they need during that time. Um, another thing it does is greater emotional regulation. So it just regulates your emotions better. You, you're able to manage how you feel. When we're in tune with our emotions, it allows us to be, be present and also to be, it also allows us to be able to um, control how we feel um, and, and say how we feel, communicate effectively instead of communicating out of um, anxiousness, frustration, and all of those things. All right, so to recap those, what I talked about with the incredible benefits of cultivating um, awareness is redu it reduces stress and anxiety. It enhances our um, ability to focus and our productivity. It improves our relationships and um, our emotional mind state as well. So with that understanding, let's explore some topics, not some topics, sorry, some practical techniques to cultivate present awareness. Okay, so some techniques to cultivate present moment. Why do I want to keep saying pregnant, y'all? I don't understand this. This is so crazy. Present moment awareness. First thing is being mindful of breathing exercises. Breathing exercises are great. I have actually started implementing that maybe three months ago now. Um, when I find myself feeling anxious and overwhelmed and feeling tight in the shoulders, I just take a deep breath in and I exhale slowly or sometimes I exhale forcefully. And I will say that for me, I prefer the exhaling forcefully because I don't know, I just feel like it takes a lot out of me to breathe out really hard, which relaxes all of those muscles and um, also help my mind just chill out and relax. I guess because I'm focusing more on the breathing than anything. 
Second is body scan meditation. You know, that's just centering your mind, your body, and your soul, aligning everything together, you know, relaxing your body, slowing down your breathing, slowing down. If you slow down your breathing, your heart racing will slow down as well. All of these types of things will just slow down and become one and, and become in sync, you know, with the slowing process of how you should be thinking and how you feel. All of that will just truly relax. Sensory awareness practice, sensory, anything that can overstimulate you, you know, remove that from you. If the TV is too loud, you know, or whatever it is for me with my sensory, once I'm starting to become overwhelmed, I have some um, eucalyptus hand lotion. What I do, I just put that in my hands and I rub it together and I just take slow, deep breaths in, just smelling that. It's helping me to slow down my breathing. It's helping me to change my thought process and the scent that I'm smelling. It's just also helping me engage in my awareness and my mindfulness. Just being that scent just does something. It just helps me relax, basically. It just calms my anxious heart at that point in time. So that truly works. And then mindful walking. Mindful walking. I have recently started to uh, started taking walks around the block. I thought I was taking a 30 minute walk, but it was shorter than that. But uh, I'm gonna find a route that I'm more comfortable with to add on those extra um, few minutes that I need to be a complete 30 minute walk. Or I could just continue to walk in my yard until I reach 30 minutes. But just enjoying the walk, the nature, the scenery, the sounds, the air. You know, um, if you love how the sun beams on your skin, you know, Again, you know, that's sensory. If anything that you enjoy or that you like about being outside, just enjoy that time while you're out there walking. If you can't walk for 30 minutes, walk for 10 or five or sit out there for a few minutes. Whatever you like or whatever you enjoy, just do that so that you can enjoy nature and the beauty of just being at one with yourself, okay? So um, the four things we talked about there was mindful breathing exercises, doing a body scan, um, sensory awareness, and mindful walking, okay? Now, it's one thing to practice mindfulness during meditation, but how do we carry this awareness into our daily lives? Great, great, great question, right? Well, we'll discuss these tips and tricks to integrate mindfulness into um, your routine. And one of the things you can do is mindful eating, I know we don't like talking about our foods, especially things that we've um, that we grew up on eating that was so delicious but not very healthy for us. You know, no one really likes changing their diet, but we have to do it if we want to be healthy. The key term that I'm using here is being healthy. What we put into like what we put into our body will fuel us. It will help us focus better, or it can help us be grouchy and groggy and and um, irritable, all of these things. Caffeine, caffeine can make you, you know, anxious or irritable. Um, people don't really understand the effects of food and how it has, uh, how it affects our body and how it affects our mind. You know, even if we don't mentally have a feeling or thought about something, if you change your diet and you start eating um, healthier food choices and you see and notice a change in your clarity, 
that is changing your mind. That's changing how you how you see things, how you interact with things. So it's very important that we are um, mindful about what we're eating. Next thing is mindful communication. That's also important as well. Cannot stress enough how how important communication is. Um, I like to mainly communicate verbally. And even if that's a text message, I love recording myself and sending that voice message because it's just something about, you know, you communicate better versus someone sending an email or a text message and you're assuming what's the tone of that message, you know? So I just prefer to, you know, if I am going to communicate texting, I just choose to send a voice message. Um, mindful routines. Mindful routines are very important. And what that could be an example of is how do you start your day and how do you end your day? Plain and simple. If you got to go to work, work everything around that. You know, what am I going to do an hour before I go to work? And then once I get home, what am I going to do the next four or five hours or however many hours you have before you're going to bed? All of that plays a role in how productive and how focused we are, you know? And then digital detox. Again, that could be a part of your morning or night routine. I truly believe that having it part as a night routine is a really good thing to do because um, for me, when I am overstimulated, I know I'm overstimulated. I know I've seen too much, I've heard too much, I've interacted too much. But if I continue to have that screen time in my face, um, you know, just pushing myself, I find myself going to sleep three hours later than what I normally do. So digital detoxing is a great thing to do um, as well. If you want to incorporate that, you know, like I said, as a morning or bedtime routine or as just something that you do for, you know, once a one time out of the month, <clears throat> excuse me, no digital products, however you choose to do it, that's up to you. You can, you know, create that in your own mindset, whatever that looks like. All right. So again, those four things were mindful eating, mindful communication, mindful routines, and digital detox, okay? So we, um, what we're going to do now is just, you know, I've, gave, I've given you all of these tips, some things to think about. I hope that what this does is just brings clarity to you, give you some ideas on what you need to change, what you need to incorporate, how do you need to move forward to cultivate this mindfulness um, journey for yourself? You know, and these were just some tips that I, I provided. Um, it's many, many, many more options out there for you to think about and research. This is just some of the things that I came up with. So whatever you find and it works for you, that is perfect. That is really, really, really perfect. So what I would like for you guys to do, you know, if this is not something that you typically and normally do, start journaling. Start journaling, journaling out your time. Um, and it will, it, and when you're able to look back, you can take a Saturday to look, if you start on a Monday, you could take a Saturday and look back on, you know, what you had for the week, how active you were, um, how unproductive you were, how long were you on social media? You know, you can just start keeping journals of those things and your phone is great at doing that. And I think I actually seen it on one of the social media platforms too. And I want to say it was Instagram because I am mostly, I spend most of my time on Instagram. So I want to say it was on Instagram. It would tell you how long you had been active on their platform, but just start utilizing these tools and you, you'll get an, uh, 
visual of how often or how long you're not being productive, how much time is social media taken away from you. And then that can start helping you cultivate that life that you want. Okay, well, you know, first week I noticed I spent five hours on social media. I want to cut it down to two. So what I'm going to do is make sure that I do da, 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 whatever A, B, and C is, whatever it is for you, you just write it out and stick to the plan. I know it's going to be hard, but just make sure you stick to the plan. Even if you have to remove the distractions from you, whether that's a laptop, because we have so many options nowadays. So whether that is a laptop, um, your tablet, your cell phone, whatever it is, just remove yourself from that space to be able to just focus and work on that thing, that one thing you need to get done. And then you can go and get your phone or your tablet. Set a timer to spend 30 minutes or whatever you choose doing something that relaxes you and then get back to work, okay? All right, guys, so again, this is, okay guys. So again, I don't know why I got tongue tied on that. But again, this is just, those are just some tips that I wanted to give you guys. I hope that this podcast episode is a great episode that guides you, continues to guide you on your way to your journey. Um, I hope that you guys will tune in on Wednesday because Winning Women's Wednesday, we have a special guest, Coach Tish. I am so excited to have her this week. Guys, let me tell you something. You do not want to miss this episode, this um, Winning Women's Wednesday episode coming up this week. She gives great tips. She is an excellent coach and it was a great conversation. Like we had wine and everything. It was so relaxing. So I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your day. Um, if you have any questions or concerns, you can reach out to me. I will have my information listed below in the um, details section. And until next, until next time, have an amazing, wonderful, blessed day. Bye, y'all.